on the road again just can't wait to get on the road again the life i love is making music with my friends and i can't wait to get on the road again hello and welcome to this episode of travel stories from the back again and gone podcast still being recorded in the beautiful home office of chateau relaxo and we're still continuing our series of stories from home because there's still no one traveling. Tonight, we're going to cover some of the things that I've learned over the past four or five weeks. Thanks for listening. Hello. If you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. And as I had said in the intro, I've managed to pick up a few tips in this new, what they call it, new normal over the past four or five weeks. So I'll share some of those tips with you. But first, we're going to start with a little bit WFH news, work from home. As hotels struggle, one chain markets rooms as an escape from your spouse during lockdown. A Japanese hotel, Kasuko, claims their properties are the perfect antidote to corona divorces stemming from couples fed up with spending time together while sheltering in place for 40 bucks a night. 30 plus days into this stay at home order. While it's not bad spending all that time with your family, the struggle comes from the fact that you're spending all that time with your family. You, we, I, we all need a place to go, and I'm willing to bet that most of us would appreciate a couple days with ourselves. This next WFH story is actually working from Hyatt's. One Mile at a Time posted that some Hyatt hotels are now selling hotel rooms as offices. Looks like many hotel Properties owned by the Hyatt chain are now marketing day rates differently. And usually when it comes to day rates in hotels, there's usually a number in the name of the hotel, but in this case, it's Hyatt. They are actually having some of the Hyatt properties, including select Hyatt house and Hyatt place locations are now marketing day rooms as offices. I spent several days and not several days. I spent several hours in a hotel room office chair It's not the best thing for my uh, lumbar and and skeletal system, but if you want to do it, you can. I'm sure you'll get plenty of fresh, hot coffee. Just don't know if the gym's open or the pool, but roughly for 60 bucks for a day from, I think it was nine to five, you can use a day office. So another way to get out of the, uh, the house. Are you missing the office? Not the TV show, the actual physical office. You're missing the physical interactions. Maybe you're missing the ambiance, those uh, impromptu birthday parties that the office ladies tend to put on. There's a website that will help. It's called imisstheoffice.com, and it will let you click on coworkers and office furniture that trigger sounds of chatting, typing, water pouring, office ping pong, which I've never played, ringing phones, Chairs that make that little fart noises when you sit on them and then uh, intentionally try to make that noise again and move again. It never, ever happens. Sometimes the the website will make noises unprompted. You can toggle through various uh, workspaces, conversations. However, most of them are in German. But again, if you're really bored, I miss the office.com. This past week, Google saw more than eight. 18 million daily malware and phishing emails 
on top of the already 240 daily spam messages that flow through the Google servers. The phishing attacks and scams use both fear and financial incentives to create urgency to try to prompt the users to respond, kind of like the uh, overseas oil sheik that had millions of dollars. That scam comes up every once in a while where they want you to trace an outline of your house key and send them all of your credit card numbers and your social security card number. Uh, If anybody's asking you for money, especially COVID related, it's probably a scam. Uh, These scams include impersonating government organizations like the World Health Organizations. If you want to donate money, go search it out on your own. Don't wait for somebody to solicit you. And as if we don't need more stuff to eat, we have a couple recipe reveals. The Double Tree by Hilton reveals the official chocolate chip cookie recipe. So this is not like the Mrs. Fields, I think it was Macy's or Nordstrom uh, recipe that makes the rounds every few years where somebody had wanted the recipe and the the retail store charged them several hundred dollars. And so in retaliation, the person had vowed to circulate that recipe to everybody. This is comes directly from Hilton.com. Uh, they're Cookies have a passionate fan following and a long history. More than 30 million are consumed every year. And the Double Tree chocolate chip cookie even became the first food to be baked in orbits during experiments aboard the International Space Station. I'll put a link in the show notes. The recipe makes about 26 cookies. We have not tried it yet. Uh, unless you have a warming a drawer, which most Double Trees have to keep the cookies warm. I suggest you begin consuming these within an hour or two while they still are warm. When I first began traveling, Doubletree would give Diamond members a canister. I think it had six cookies in it, which sounds like a great thing, right? Well, as a traveler, you were then faced with two choices, eating all six cookies at about 300 calories a cookie or bringing home the cookie tin missing several cookies and having to explain to everybody what happened to the other three. The choice was kind of up to you. I know that when my wife and I stayed in Niagara Falls last year, we stayed in a double tree and they routinely gave us three or four cookies every single day. And they're great. When they're warm, they're great. Uh, When they're cold, not so good. But if you want to make them, the recipes will be in the show notes. It doesn't look that hard. And hey, it only makes 26 of them. If you didn't know it, April 12th was National Grilled Cheese Day, and Disney Hollywood Studios shared Woody's Lunchbox Delicious Grilled Three Cheese Sandwich Recipe. And we actually did grilled cheese and homemade tomato soup here last week. I think we got the recipe for the soup from the Pioneer Woman. Actually pretty good. I'm not a huge tomato soup person, but this was actually pretty good. Recipe is pretty easy, pretty straightforward. Consists of a cream cheese spread, which is cream cheese shredded Gloucester or cheddar cheese and heavy cream. There's a garlic spread, which is mayonnaise, minced garlic, and salt. And then, of course, the three cheese sandwich, which you start with a very nice piece of artesian bread, some cheddar cheese slices, provolone, and Swiss. Brush the sides of the sandwich with the garlic spread and then grill for about two minutes on each side until the cheese is ooey and gooey. So that sounds good. Haven't made that yet. Don't know where I would ever find Gloucester cheese. Probably going to substitute for the Kraft cheddar on that recipe. Over the past few weeks, I've managed to learn 
a whole bunch of new stuff. You know, for the most part, my day's really ending about five o'clock. We do the a couple nights a week. We do the social hours with various teams. But short of the guys on the West Coast, I'm pretty much shut down by 5 p.m. So it gives me a lot of time to head down some of those YouTube and Internet rabbit holes. And so I picked up a bunch of tips, kind of divided them up into about four different categories because that's what I do with data. There's the food and kitchen. There's around the house. There's some travel tips. And, of course, following up with booze. So uh, when it comes to the food in the kitchen, we, uh, we eat a ton of tacos around here. So take your taco shell and line it with a piece of lettuce, lettuce leaf. When that crispy taco shell inevitably breaks, because they all do, the lettuce will prevent everything from spilling out. The other hack for that is take a tortilla, lay it on your plate, eat your taco over top of it, and then when the taco shell inevitably explodes, which they all do, all the taco goodness will fall into the flat tortilla shell, roll that thing up, and you've got a makeshift burrito. If your cooking savvy extends to nothing more than the microwave, shape your food into a ring instead of just piling it on a plate. It'll heat a little bit faster and a little bit more even. If you need to grease a pan for yet another batch of homemade brownies, right? We're, like I said, 30 days into this, there's a lot of brownies being consumed. Use a sandwich bag turned inside out as a glove. Grab the stick of butter grease your pan up, and then when you're done, leave the butter inside, roll the bag right back the other way, and seal it up. Works perfect. If you've ever noticed on the ends of your aluminum uh, foil boxes, plastic wrap, parchment paper, there's a couple little triangle-shaped tabs. Punch those in, and they will help to keep the roll inside the box as you pull out aluminum foil, plastic wrap, or parchment paper. If you have kids... You more than likely have cereal in your house. If you are a good parent, you probably buy your kids name brand cereal, Kellogg's, those kinds. If you are a smart parent, you will more than likely buy one box of Kellogg's and then grab the big 48-ounce bag of bootleg cereal and then continue to refill the Kellogg's box. Well, eventually... That box is going to get a bunch of crumbs in it. Kids don't want soggy crumbs at the bottom of their bowls. Empty that uh, box of cereal into a colander. Give it a good shake and all the crumbs will fall out through the bottom. I saw the other day where you can tell roughly the value or the worth of a house by how hard it is to find the trash cans in the kitchen. Seems like the more expensive house uh, the harder they are to locate because they're usually hidden inside of a cabinet. Well, here's a trick for you. Take some wadded up newspaper, put it in the bottom of the trash can. It'll help to absorb all the food juices and stuff that run out of the bags. Also, pull the trash can out, drill a couple small holes towards the bottom of the trash can. This helps to make removing bags much easier as there's no suction. The other major food group around Chateau Relaxo seems to be pizzas. Uh, so if you have trouble fitting two frozen pizzas into your oven, cut them into quarters, do a little geometry, and more than likely you'll be able to fit them both on the same baking sheet. If you need help with that, watch the movie, What Was It, Titanic, with Rose and Jack on the door floating. You kind of get the idea, a little bit of adult Tetris. Also, if you're like us around here, we buy cheap pizzas all the time. Buy one, get one, no shame. 
And those are really easy to hack if you have not cleaned out your spice drawer, open it up, grab that four-year-old container of oregano, open up the fridge and grab that remaining baked chicken from two or three nights ago, spread that on top of the pizza. Everybody's crisper drawer has those, you know, last one third or one quarter of hard cheese. Grab those, shred those, put those on top, throw it in the oven, and you've basically taken that $3 frozen pizza and have now some kind of a pseudo-Italian masterpiece. Still on the theme of pizzas, if you decide to do takeout and your car has a seat warmer, turn it on, put the pizza in the seat. It'll help keep it warm on the way home. Also, don't ask them to slice your pizza. You can do that at home. couple reasons it'll help hold in the heat, especially if your car does not have a seat warmer. And plus, it'll help keep the crisp, uh, crust a little bit crustier. Some tips for around the house. If you're drilling into the ceiling, get a red Solo cup, wash out the booze from the night before, dry it out, and cut about the first three-quarters of the cup off, throw it away. You have just the bottom portion of the cup. Put your drill bit through the middle of it. Now when you're drilling into the ceiling, you don't have uh, debris getting in your eyes or getting on the bedspread. Same thing works if you're drilling into a wall. Get a post-it note, fold it about 90 degrees, stick it to the wall. It'll catch all the uh, dust and debris from when you're trying to drill and uh, put holes into a wall. Save your old toothbrushes. They come in handy for cleaning all kinds of crazy stuff. Take an old sponge before you throw it out. Cut some slits in it lengthwise, and it's perfect for cleaning out dirty window tracks. If you need a very simple and effective way to tell what plug belongs to which appliance, bread clips are perfect. Get a Sharpie. You can write on them. It's also great for doing cable management. If you don't know what cable behind your TV goes to what, write it on a bread clip, snap it around the, uh, the cable, and you're good. Another handy thing with bread clips is that roll of clear plastic packing tape that takes you about three to four minutes to find the end on. Next time you use it before you store it away, put a bread clip on where the end is. It makes it much easier to find it. This next one comes from my mom. If Pinterest had been around, or even the blogosphere or mommy blogs, whatever you call them, had been around in the 70s, my mom would have been a rock star. She had more tips and tricks. I was such a rambunctious little kid that I was constantly disappearing. So she took uh, some little bells from a Christmas ornament and tied them onto my shoes so she could always hear me wandering around the stores. Probably drove everybody crazy, but hey, God bless her. So did you know that an empty toilet paper tube, that especially in these trying times, those are actually toilet paper seats. No, they're not toilet paper seats. Those empty tubes are perfect for holding appliance cords. Fold them over each other and shove them into one of those paper tubes. That way they don't come unraveled in your drawer. Another really handy tip with paper uh, toilet paper tubes is slit them lengthwise. And they can be used to keep your gift wrap from unraveling in the closet during storage. If you have kids, you probably have an S-ton of Legos around the house. If you ever stepped one on in the middle of the night, you know what pain is. But eventually, those little boogers are going to get sticky. And scrubbing each little Lego block one by one is a huge cup of suck. Grab a laundry bag, throw them all in there, put them in the top rack of your dishwasher, run it. And then make sure to remove them before the heat cycle comes on because then you're going to have a whole other problem on your hand. But a great way for cleaning a bunch of Legos. 
If you're interested in finding out if a company is selling your information, list your name as the company's name. And then when you get correspondence and you see that company's name, you'll know that they are selling it. Here's one that we do, and we've been doing this for years. When it comes to over-the-counter medicine, instead of storing all those medicine boxes in your medicine cabinet, simply cut out the directions, including the expiration date, place them all in a baggie along with the meds, and then throw out the empty box. Saves a ton of space. Now's a great time to create a spam Gmail account for everybody that wants your Gmail or your, your email address before they do anything. Also, you can do a no reply at Gmail. That one will work. But also, it's a really good time right now to clean out your Gmail account when you have all those emails that we just get pounded with. Uh, while we've got some downtime, it's actually a pretty good time to go through and clean up your contacts as well as all the emails that you don't really need. I came across this site. It's called Discover, D-I-S-C-U-V-V-E-R, Discover. It gives you a random website, and it's a, actually a useful random website. So for the other day, I clicked on it, and the website was, can I fly a kite? I entered my zip code, only to find out that the wind speed was 3.6 miles per hour, and it would not be possible to fly a kite. I clicked on it again. I was presented with $0 movies, so a bunch of movies that you nor I have ever heard of, but you could watch them for free. My favorite one was Baby Size Matters. So if you are pregnant or know somebody that is pregnant, you can pair this, compare the size of your baby to stuff that you know. So if you have a three-week-old fetus or you're three weeks into your pregnancy, your baby is the size of a water bear. I don't know what a water bear is, but apparently three weeks in, uh, your little love bug it's the same size. Travel tips. I have given endless tips over the life of the blog and the podcast. So some of these may be old news, but I assure you they are not fake news. Book direct uh, with the hotel. Don't go through third-party sites. Uh, grab a handful of Ziploc bags, throw them in your luggage. Absolutely useful for just a variety of things, wet clothes, wet shoes, uh, change in your pocket that you need something just on and on. So grab a handful of those, create a medicine bag with some aspirin, stomach meds, band-aids, Benadryl, M95 mask. If you have one, if you're worried about leaving your hotel charger cable in a hotel room, attach your car keys to it. When you're done with that old hotel key, you can actually put a little Z fold to it and it will be perfect for holding up your cell phone on the table tray on the flight back. If you need to use the iron in a hotel room, warm it up and run it over a damp washcloth before you run it across that Brooks Brothers Oxford. And speaking of Oxfords, if you are ironing one, flip it inside out. It makes it a heck of a lot easier to iron over the buttons than try to iron around them. If you're going out of the country or planning an odd trip, let your credit card company know, especially if you're going overseas so they don't lock down your card. Uh, make sure your credit card doesn't charge foreign transaction fees. If you're traveling with kids, get the, out the ironing board. It's a perfect kid-sized and uh, kid-height table. Before you head out for a night on the town, take a picture of your hotel room at 2 a.m. in the morning when you believe that your name is spelled without any vowels. This little picture may help you find out what room you're actually in. Finishing up 
with booze. Make your own simple syrup. This is the point that I have gotten at in the last three or four weeks as I'm making my own simple syrup for old fashions, equal parts boiling water and sugar. I use turbinado sugar. Really makes a difference, especially with the old fashions. For every drink that you take, drink a glass of water, not another drink. Helps to prevent hangover. The key word there is that it helps. And then if you do happen to have a hangover and have to function, short of one of those IVs, a uh, half a bottle of Pedialyte will put you someplace close to where you need to be to function. And there's a ton of three ingredient recipes out on the, uh, the interwebs, especially this time if you're tired of drinking beer or wine and you've got some really odd, uh, you know, half bottles of Kahlua or, um, you know, Cavassier or something weird, you can come up with all kinds of drink concoctions. Well, there you have it. I'm still wishing I could say travel safe, but until then, I'm just going to say stay safe and thanks for listening. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at hypeamerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.